Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today is the second part of the episode with Martin. Uh, the first one was amazing. The second one is just, just as good. So yeah, sit back, relax, and have a good time. And um, well, passing to uh, like a more comfortable things, <laughs> there was this episode that took place in, in my house. My day, my dad came over to spend uh, uh, some uh, time with me because of my birthday. Uh, so I went to to the archive and then I returned and my dad wanted to have, needed to have uh, some stuff from the store that is just one half block away. And I was like, hey, yes, uh, I just will just go and grab the stuff you need. So when he he was in the kitchen and he looks, looks up uh, in the dining room and he see, uh, because uh, Professor Cuellar just appeared in my house. Hmm. But the thing is that my dad never met in person Professor Cuellar. And so he went to to the dining room. He look, he looks looks up, and he see um, uh, an old an old man with glasses that is looking at him, like, uh, "Who are you? Uh, what are you doing here?" And my dad was like, "Okay, this is not normal," and he turns up and looks again. And he sees Professor Cuellar just uh, like a little bit farther away, looking him at the same uh, at the same way, like, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" So, I, I have a, a big photo of Professor Cuellar in, in my dining in my dining room. Uh, so he turns around and see the photo of Professor Cuellar, and he says, "Oh." Now I understand. And he talks to him and say, uh, don't worry, professor. I am the father of, of your student. That's okay. So when I return, I talk with my dad and he described Professor Cuellar. Uh, he marked details that uh, there was no way he was able to know. Like, for example, uh, Professor Cuellar was a little bit hunchbacked. And he described mm. that thing, and that wouldn't be possible because my dad never met Professor Cuellar. Yeah. And I, I think it, it has to do that I have inherited a lot of personal belongings of Professor Cuellar, like his glasses, his magnifying glasses. Uh, he had this very special cup to drink uh, his yerba mate, because uh, he went to Argentina once and he liked to drink mate. And I have a lot of stuff of him. So there is a lot of energy in my house. Yeah, that's wow. not, not surprising, I guess, Yeah, that he's why he would be there. Uh, and, and even it, it always blows my mind when people who don't have like a relationship with 
let's say the ghost um, are the ones that see him, but it's like, well, you're the one who's closest to, to him. Like, why would he not appear to you kind of thing? But it's always like the message needs to be like come from somebody else. If that makes sense. Like it can never just be direct. <laughs> or, or has he appeared to you? Uh, no, never, never to you. No, 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 never. That, that, that is a strange thing, but I know that he is with, uh, with me always. Because uh, the the last time that I saw him in his deathbed, uh, uh, I said to him, uh, "Professor, I will be always with you." And he said, "Hey, uh, I will be with you always too." And th there was this very curious thing because that that was on Thursday, and on Saturday they arranged a ceremony. Uh, to commemorate him and to give him a medal. I received the medal at 1 p.m. Uh, and he died on that day, that Saturday, April 2, just one hour after that. Wow. He's literally passing on the, the torch. Yes. So, uh, it, it is a very strange coincidence that uh, all of the historians of the state may uh, arrange a ceremony to commemorate him and to give him a medal, and he, he passed just one hour after that. Hmm. It is quite a motive yeah. for me. But it, uh, it's beautiful. Yes, and uh, that's why I don't feel sad at all because I know that he's with me always. Uh, that, that that is a thing, and it, it is one of the epi supernatural episodes that have passed in in my house. Or, for example, uh, I know that I, I don't know who he is or who who she is. But I know that in my neighborhood, someone is doing black magic. Yes, I know it. Yes, <laughs> no, right. how do you know it? How do you know, and what or like what's yeah, what's going on that uh, is making you feel that way? Sometimes at some nights, all of the dogs in my street start barking and howling at the same time. But but the thing is that well you could uh, argue well they see an a stray cat or something well my street has a lot of cats and they don't bark at at anything but uh, there is this thing is that it is because they see a a horrible thing that is passing by the street. Uh, well, my friend, that it is more versed in these kind of uh, things about magic. Uh, she's uh, well. She used to live here for for a time because when I went to Monterrey, I rented the house, and she used to live here. Uh, she told me that she saw this thing. Uh, it and it described like it was uh, like the no face. From a spirit away, yeah. 
uh, like like this ghost Have you seen it? black ghost no, I'm, with, I'm about to look it up uh, okay, yes uh yes it, it is a black like ghost with a white mask uh, it is called no face okay uh, uh, that's fucking creepy yes <laughs> you've never uh, seen that before Spirited Away, no. No, 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 but like even it's so popular. I feel like yeah, I think the image looks familiar to me, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't Uh, know what it was from or anything. Yes, and this thing roams sometimes around my street at some night. So whenever I hear the the dogs or uh howling and barking i was like ah, well i pre- i will pretend that i didn't hear that i am going to play dead because i i don't want to attract uh yeah. unwanted attention Ugh, no and then to know what it looks like too like no That's yeah crazy. i don't think now now i'm gonna like second guess anytime i start hearing <laughs> Toxco ballistic in my neighborhood. Well, the, I was just thinking about the same thing because there's times here too where the dogs in the neighborhood. Sometimes it's like when a like a an ambulance Siren. passes by yeah, or, yeah. or something like that. But then, uh, then sometimes out of nowhere, the the dogs. I think we've heard them on the like. I don't know if you've heard them on the actual podcast, but I know Michelle while we're recording, they've they've gone crazy before, especially at night. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, those tiny ass those tiny dogs in the back and then uh there's some other dogs up here in the front uh like from the front neighbors i'm assuming that also start to go just crazy at um i've never really paid attention to the times that they've done that but Mm -hmm. now that martin has mentioned this i'm going to pay a little bit more attention because uh, fuck i maybe there's somebody doing some shit you know in this neighborhood too Yeah. yeah Uh, well, it is not always uh, brujeria or something like that. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, there are like these places, no, no, these things called anima sola or alone spirit. Uh, these are roaming spirits that are just wandering ar- around. Uh, these are spirits of persons that pass away and they are lost and they are looking for the lights. Or they can be nasty things like the ones that uh, sometimes appear in my street. Uh, it can be anything, not yeah. always brujeria. Uh, that, well, I that, mean, it would it would make sense in this neighborhood because of things we've mentioned before, like you know the the bodies that they exhumed when they were constructing certain things or they dug up and stuff like that. So, it, I mean, it is very possible that there are wandering spirits around here as well because i mean yeah. brownsville you know if there was battles in matamoros those there weren't there weren't bridges and borders back then back then you know what i mean so i'm sure things were a little bit more um wild wild west <laughs> yeah people right. coming and going as they pleased so i'm sure there's battles that spilled over here battles that happened over here that spilled over there you know um uh, so i'm well, sure there's I- a lot of death and uh, I have heard uh, the the UTRGB campus where uh, here in Brownsville is one of the most haunted places in Brownsville. Very much. Uh, nice. Yes, I have talked a lot with Mr. Eugene, and he told me that there's a lot of ghost stories in the UTRGB campus uh, where Does... the the foreground was located. Does um. 
does he know these stories? Because I mean, if he does, we'd love to have him on to discuss some. I know there was a professor that wrote a book that I was uh, interested in trying to look into possibly if I could find him. I know I've tried to look for him before, but I couldn't find anything on Facebook. But um, I know he wrote a book about the ghost stories of Fort Brown. So I, you know, because oh, that's uh, something that I've, I'd love to, to hear about. You know? uh, well, actually, yes, he knows a lot of stories uh, about the ghost stories in Brownsville and the history of Brownsville in general. He He's a very nice person. And, and I know that if you uh, try to talk with him, he will tell you anything. Everything. Yeah, be, you want to uh, write that email, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> I will, yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, awesome. he he's like uh, uh, he's like a Martin, but from Brownsville. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it works for me, man. Yeah, that'd be great. And yes, indeed, there was this book that some th- uh, there was uh, a time that I had read it. It, it was called A Ghost in. Uh, in the valley and it it was a compilation of ghost stories across uh the the valley and it has uh, stories from edinburgh brownsville and stuff like that and there was this extremely weird story about a hotel in which uh like a poltergeist appeared and it has to do with something like with a spirit from from an Apache or something. It, it, it was extremely gruesome to read because uh, the way it described the spirit with no head and no arms or legs and just twisting like a worm, it is not uh, something like you want to, no. <laughs> to see. No. Wow. I don't like that. But yeah, I mean, that would actually be a super awesome like Halloween, like October interview to have uh, a Brownsville historian, I guess, and say a whole bunch of ghost stories. But that, yeah, that's that's something, too, that I feel like I've never taken it into consideration is, you know, Native American people who also lived here, I'm sure, like, were very much protective of, of their land and what, you know, I don't know, I can't. Now I can only see like this torso of a human wailing around like a worm, like <laughs> stuck in my brain now. Deca, deca. So, yeah, some basically, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, and, and that is a thing because uh, I, I don't know uh, about you guys, but uh, uh, the, the thing about uh, this, the magic and the brujerias and all of this kind of stuff. Uh, sometimes there are just sometimes that it is pretty real because I, I will tell you till this is right. I am a santero. Can you uh, can you explain ex- what a santero yeah. is? Or, what a santero or, is? Or, yes. uh, the the santeros uh, we practice the Yoruba religion. The a- Yoruba uh, it is a religion that came from uh, Nigeria. And it has melted uh, with the Catholic practices and the Taino practices in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Santeria, it, it is not the bad thing that 
uh, all of the media shows. Kind of uh, like voodoo. Like how, voodoo. No, no, I'm, no. Those are extremely different things because Santeria, the, the one that I practice is from Cuba. And there was the these two like uh, religions that are are the same but not the same at the same time. Uh, the the voodoo that is practiced in IT, uh, and that 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 is extremely dangerous because santeria is to make uh, protections, blessings, and good. To protect yourself from evil. Well, Buru, the one that is practiced in, in IT is uh, to make zombies, uh, to send uh, curses, to send sickness and death to people. And there is uh, one that is even more dangerous than that, uh, the one that is practiced in Republica Dominicana. Uh, well, I, I I have never tried to learn about this those two because I know that it's a pretty evil thing. But uh, I I am telling you this because a one episode that confirmed that these things are pretty real. Because when I received my first Santo and I put it in 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 my house. Uh, the next day, something extremely curious happens. There was this person that was stealing from me. Yes, stealing me like uh, pens and my tea bags and things like that, minor mm -hmm. things. Well, on the next day that I uh, put the shrine in my house to my santo, that person broke his arm. Ugh. Yes. Uh -oh. Now your stuff is protected. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. And I saw everything. I, I saw how this person broke its arm. And it is pretty nasty. Because... Uh, uh, it broke his arm. It, its arm... And it was it has like a cure, like a spoon. That was seven months ago, and that person has not yet recovered. Wow! Oh, wow. Dang! So that was a a big fracture. That was not <laughs> a, a tiny break at all. Yes, and there was another episode here in 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 my house. Uh, my ex girlfriend happened to be here. Uh, for a couple of weeks uh, because his house was extremely cold and during this past February. Oh. And there was this very curious thing because there, he complained that there, she felt a lot of uh, itchy. Uh, like, she, she was yeah, extremely itchy. itchy. Mm -hmm. In his legs, and there was these uh, uh, scars that appear in her legs. I we blamed that uh, on the fleas, so I cleaned the house. I put poison. I have 
I even bought a vacuum cleaner and I cleaned all of the place, but the scars and the itches remained. The moment mm. that she went back to her house, the scars and the itches was gone. Later, I discovered it was some, nor, nor something, it, it was a brujería that, that they throw uh in 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 the in my front door so then but, there's like a uh, oh go ahead, no, go ahead no no you go i was gonna say is there like a battle going on like someone trying to do evil on you kind of uh, sorry and i don't mean to say like battle like to diminish no, it, any of like seriousness but like no it, it is it was indeed a battle yes it, it was a battle and uh, it surprised me that this thing surprised my defense lines, my protections so easily. So when I cleaned my my front yard, the, the best way to deal with this thing is to put uh, ammoniaco. It is a kind of a chemical, extremely strong chemical, and holy water. And when I uh, uh, swept the floor, there was this green line that was coming uh, from from the from the uh, from my front yard. That that's the matter. You know that something uh, was something evil was thrown at your property. So ammoniaco, just for y'all, is ammonia. I mean, ammonia. it sounds, yeah, it sounds the same, but yeah. just in case you didn't get that from context clues, um, ammoniaco <laughs> is ammonia. Uh, and so, so what is the purpose of, of the, is it just to be an asshole? Like what, why, why are they doing this to you? Uh, yes. You just answered that they were just assholes. <laughs> just to be an asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, how did they know to specifically target you or or were they just was it random uh no no they, they that uh that brujería was ex and not not was a target not to hurt me because i i didn't feel any itchiness or have any scars but hair yes uh, the the only one that was affected by the brujería was her and uh, well, uh, things happened. I broke with her, and sometimes after that, I called my friend. And she, at the moment she entered my house, she started to have itchiness in her arms and have the same scars. Hmm. So that is the thing. And and just at the moment I uh, swept my f the floor inside my house with ammonia, holy water, and lavender, the, the things settled down. Uh, now everything is more peaceful, because, but sometimes uh, when uh, persons are assholes, they throw you brujería in, in your house or witchcraft. And it yeah. was a very powerful one. Damn. So that's 
these things are pretty real, whether you believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. And there yeah. is, uh, in Matamoros, it's pretty common to see this kind of stuff in, in places called yerberias. Uh, I, I don't know if there is an English translation to this. Um, is it like an apothecary with like herbs uh, and stuff? Yes. Like yes. A, yeah, because um, we have some here in Brownsville too. Uh, actually, my friend, I think my friend uh, or the guy who does my taxes, uh, it's it. his, yeah, his parents, I I think, own it. It's a yet ready out here in Brownsville on, in downtown. Uh, so yes, that 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 is the thing, and those are some supernatural episodes that I have experienced myself here in my house. I was thinking, because I feel like, and Martin, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are still more stories to tell, and part of me is like, we need to have like a, a mysteries with Martin, and then have him on regularly and he just constantly tells us these legends of i mean i don't know it's just a thought yeah but i mean we can we can do that because i mean can, you have you have different like you have multiple books right of these kinds of uh happenings and stuff like that and in, in, in matamoros and stuff oh yes i actually i have yet more stories to tell uh for example in a very different matter uh, there is the the legend of the El Hombre Pájaro, or or Birdman, or Birdman? like Mudman, but uh, it's the oh, Birdman. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, this story told me was told me by a friend that lives in the outskirts of Matamoros. He's, he lives pretty far away from downtown. And uh, he said that he was in in a in a junkyard, uh, un deshuesadero de carros, or yeah, yeah. a junkyard, 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 yes. Uh, so he was uh, working uh, as a watchman over the junkyard, and he invited some other folks to pass the night with him, playing cards and stuff, and they had. Uh, a German shepherd, uh, a pretty big dog, with them to watch over the place. So there was uh, this time in the middle of the night in which the dog started uh, behaving a pretty strange, and he was barking at something in the in the sky, and he mm. was pretty scared. scared and they were like, uh, "What? What is wrong with this guy? What? What is? What?" Uh, and the other friends were were told told him, "Hey, what? What is wrong with the dog? He he's it's pretty strange that he behaves like that." So after that, they hear some strange. Uh, I don't know who. He, he described it, but like uh, between holdings and screams or something like that coming from the sky. <laughs> and they were oh like, nope. And they yeah. run to a cabin that the watchmen used to sleep. And they lock up themselves inside the cabin. But in 
the middle of the chaos and the desperation because they uh, hear this noise coming to coming to them very closely. Mm-hmm. They let the dog outside. Oh no! And the dog was uh, scratching the door desperately uh. and barking, and they were shitting their pants. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't. They were freeze and they couldn't move, and they hear these noises, uh, screeches, um, screams. Uh, it, it, it was uh, it, it is a noise that can be described, and they just hear how the barks uh, and the. Uh, and 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 the dog was like crying, like was just mm-hmm. fading, but going oh, to the sky. No. Uh, I uh, go ahead. <laughs> and well, they say he. They, my friend said that um, they didn't get up, uh, get out of the cabin until morning. And well, obviously the dog was gone. Damn. I always hate when the dog has to get sacrificed or die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and so when you first started saying like, oh, they heard like howls or like screaming in my mind, I was like, oh, like I've heard, you know, like foxes, like their mating calls. Like it sounds like a woman screaming. It's super creepy. But then you said in the sky and I was like. Never mind. <laughs> that's a demon. <laughs> like, yes, that's uh, and aliens. they heard that, uh, mm. like a bird that was had wings, and, yeah. and when uh, you see when uh, extremely uh, like uh, big eagles or condors, they uh, make a fly. Uh, they do like a burst of wind. Yeah. With with it, with its wings and this thing because they they didn't even look outside the, of the window to see what was there. They uh, heard that there was this flapping of wings of yeah. a very uh, extremely big animal. Um, well, they sh- just shit their pants and they were not brave enough. To see what was happening outside. After that, my uh, friend just quit uh, being the the watchman of that junkyard. <laughs> After yeah. that, he says, uh, "I don't know what is happening here, but I, I don't want to find out." Yeah, I definitely don't smart blame move. him. Yeah, very smart. Probably saved his own life right there. <laughs> Poor dog, though. Yes, yes. It, it, well, that that is the the only story that I know of this kind of uh, cryptids or strange animals that uh, roams uh, uh, around Matamoros. Uh, the other legend that came to my mind is uh, well, it was a pretty popular legend back in the nineties. Uh, the time uh, when the devil appeared. In a discotheque. I think I've heard this before. I feel like I have too. Yeah. But I I would love for our listeners to hear it. Yeah. 
well, uh, because the legend appears also in Brownsville. It, it, it mm. was a pretty popular legend uh, in the valley and here in this part of Mexico, uh, Matamoro, Reynosa, and the like. Uh, so there was, uh, I think, in in the early 90s, there was this uh, discotheque called El Chaparral. Uh, it disappeared a long time ago. And there was this uh, extremely uh, luxurious truck that just parts. And from that truck, uh, a guy uh, that uh, wears extremely expensive clothes and ha and very handsome descends from the truck and goes uh, to the discotheque and starts dancing and uh, buying drinks and everything like that. And there is this uh, extremely beautiful girl that everyone wants to dance with her. So supposedly this uh, girl uh, sees him and there's like this magnetic attractions towards this guy. And they start talking and start drinking and they just start dancing. And in a moment that she didn't realize, uh, she perceived that the time was passing extremely slowly uh, very slowly, the, the time was passing, and the, she felt uh, extremely thin. And when, because she couldn't uh, look away from his face, but at the moment she looked away from his face to see her surroundings, she realizes that she was a floating in the middle of the discotheque and the into thin air. What? So she looks down and sees that this guy has, he doesn't have any legs, but a, a leg from a goat and a, and a rooster. Hmm. And the legend says that when this happened, someone looked at them flooding in, in, in the thin air uh, and says, Jesucristo bendito, or uh, Holy Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh -huh. And at, 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 the, at that moment, the lights of the discotheque shut down, and they only hear an evil laugh. Uh, and the persons that were... <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, just like that. <laughs> And the persons that were outside of the discotheque, they said that this uh, luxurious truck just ran away. And then the, the police start chasing that truck. And, well, since the truck didn't stop, they were shooting at the truck, the, the, the guys from the police of Matamoros. So they chase it all the way uh, from the Sexta Street, uh, all the way to the Pedro Cárdenas Street. And this truck uh, turns around to the uh, Panteon Jardín, 
uh, I think that you guys have went there because that is where our great, uh, great grandmother is buried. Hmm. Yes, she's buried uh, there. Is that in... the one? Is that the one that's over by the, not Best Western, but it's like on the street of that's, uh, like where there's a hotel. Uh, yes. Okay. That's the one. Okay. So this truck goes into the cemetery. And the and there is this thing that every time that the policemen were shooting to this truck, they could hear an evil laugh every time. Uh they shoot they shoot the truck and they were certain that, that they hit the both the truck and the tires, but the truck kept going. So the moment they saw the truck going into the cemetery, they said, nah, that, that shit is not natural. We're not going in there. <laughs> oh they, they were not going in there. So uh, the legend says that the devil uh, sometimes shut up at the discotheques. And when this happened in the early 90s, uh, there was a lot of panic. Uh, the memory of the narcosatanicos was extremely recent, so a, a lot of discotheques uh, shut down because of it. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that places actually shut down because of it. Yeah, I'm surprised. I completely forgot about that legend too. But I guess everyone has like their own because you said it's like popular in Brownsville. But has it always taken place in Matamoros kind of thing, or I feel like they changed the location? Uh, well, the thing is that uh, these kind of stories also appear in Reynosa, in Nuevo Laredo, or uh, in, in places that are known as the Frontera Chica, uh, Mier, Camargo, Miguel Alemán, and the like. Uh, sometimes it is not a discotheque, but uh, a party in a rancho or in an ejido, uh, oh. because in those extremely small communities, everyone know each other, and yeah. out of the nowhere, an extremely handsome man appears and start dancing with the uh, most beautiful girl in, in town, and they say it's the devil. Hmm. So he he's just like taking multiple victims. Is is why the story like has happened in, or seems to have happened in different locations. Is like because it actually has been like. And just to, just, just to clarify, all the cities that he just mentioned are basically the valley, but on the other side of the border. Like they're literally all the border towns. Uh, it, it would be like saying Brownsville, Harlingen, McAllen, uh, Mission, Roma, and all those. Dona, yeah. uh, all those, yeah. So it's basically like the valley, but in in it's like the mirror Mexico. mirror image of yeah, basically, and the river being the mayor. Yes, uh, uh, for example, there is a, another legend related to to the devil that that it was the story of the la muñeca diabolica, or the uh, the doll of the devil. There was this, uh, but it was an extremely popular legend back uh, at the middle of the 90s because when I was in elementary school, it was an, an extremely popular legend among my classmates. And the legend said that this was a doll 
possessed by the devil yeah. and it appeared especially in schools and elementary schools. So we used this legend to scare each other. And there was a lot of pranks and there was a lot of cover by the media uh, of this legend because uh, supposedly the story goes that uh, some uh, uh, witches or brujas uh, made uh, these dolls in their rituals and made the devil possess it. And now the doll runs around the city looking for victims and it appears in random places. Annabelle? Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> it's like Annabelle, but it it roams around an entire city. Yeah. yeah. Because no. sometimes uh, people have claimed to see it the Rio Grande or Rio Bravo for us. Or sometimes in schools, uh, sometimes in the middle of the streets, uh, 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 after nightfall. It, it could be anywhere. And the legend said that the only place that you could be safe from this uh, uh, devil, though, it was uh, inside of a church. That was the only place that the dog couldn't get in. That that is the thing. Uh, uh, the 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 elementary school that supposedly has more sightings of this evil doll was Escuela Modelo. Escuela Modelo no is just a uh, half lock of Casamata, oh, uh... and it is nearly one hundred years old. That that elementary school. Wow. Uh, supposedly. They have seen this doll, especially in that elementary school, because they also have this legend that this painting of Miguel Hidalgo, uh, which is the equivalent of George Washington for, for us in Mexico, that there's an extremely big painting of Miguel Hidalgo inside the school. And there is this legend that the devil lived inside the painting. And... I have seen the painting, and there is something extremely odd with the face of Miguel Hidalgo. It, it is not the classical painting of Miguel Hidalgo that uh, you can see in, in the art elsewhere in Mexico. There is something strange with that painting. Like, it has something evil in, in, in his look. It sounds like the whole area is just like a vortex of, like, ghosts and spirits because it's like one building after another they're all next to each other no that that we've kind of been um, mentioning for the most no, part no those two are but then the other two are f like further into um in the outskirts uh, of the town yeah uh what yeah. was what was the theater next to the teatro de la reforma was next to the the plaza the oh. plaza principal the one that's in front of the the presidencial the the mayor's i guess uh palace oh, I guess, the, the, the town yeah. hall yeah gotcha gotcha and uh yeah so those two are like they're further they're for those two are further away from each other but they're supposedly also connected um through the tunnels that are supposed oh. to be beneath casamata oh okay Yes, uh, so that, that's the thing. For example, that there is a building next to the town hall that is called uh, Casa Galvan Malo, uh, which is now just uh, government offices. Uh, but that is an extremely old building also. And 
there is a legend that there is a girl that appears uh, in task offices because uh, the employees that uh, stay late to do paperwork, they claim to, to have seen a ghost girl uh, uh, in, the, in the second floor. Uh, legend says that the, that girl uh, ele- uh, had an accident uh, with the electricity of the place and that she died there. Uh, other versions of the same story say that, uh, that this girl committed suicide, that she belonged to an extremely rich family of Matamoros and by reason unknown, she committed suicide and the ghost of that girl appears in the house. So uh, it is like an, an unwritten rule between the employees of ta- of those offices that if you have to do some paperwork and you need to stay late, you take the paperwork to your to your house and finish there because you don't want to stay late uh, at that house. Uh, there's a, also a lot of legends in in, in the in the Presidencia Municipal in, in the uh, in the town hall. Because, uh, I mean, that building dates back to 1835. There was a lot of going up there. And I think we're gonna, we're probably gonna good. have to save that for another yeah. episode. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, we just have yeah. to have like like reoccurring and like mysteries yeah. or legends with Martin and just do like a segment where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I have, think we're like, uh, we are le- like nearly two hours, so I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, I, I definitely, definitely think I. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I uh, sorry. I agree with you, Michelle. That we'll probably have to make this a. Um, we'll see how 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 we figure this out, but we'll probably have to have you on more and have like your own segment of uh, you know legends, Matamoros legends, and he just teased the town hall, so we have to start with yeah. the town hall <laughs> next, <laughs> time. next time. Yes. So yes, we got to make a note of that for sure. That's all right. It yeah. will be my pleasure. Yes. okay uh well yeah martin thanks for for being on again like i knew this would not disappoint like it like blows my mind how much history there is but the legends too like it's um it's awesome to to have someone so close to that can just like literally like spitfire crazy things that uh have happened in, in matamoros it's it's awesome yes it is pretty awesome uh on october <laughs> i am going to make a special tour to bellas artes i am going to get the permissions and i hope that you can come with me michelle start making yeah. plans to come down in october okay i mean i probably could just not in the beginning or the end because i'm not going to be in town but let's <laughs> try and figure it out in the middle for sure yeah um is is there anything else martin that you would like to promote um if you're doing any more tours if there's people you know in in the valley or in matamoros that listen maybe they can um do more of of the tours that you're you're doing oh yes uh once in a month i am uh, doing uh, an activity a tour or an exposition in casamata so uh, if uh, people in the valley have the opportunity to go there once a month uh, I will gladly tell you everything that you want to know. Awesome. I will. My schedule is still f- kind of messed up, and I'm hoping that it's not going to change permanently. So 
I'm fingers crossed. I'll still have my weekends off, but uh, if not, I'll definitely have to try and figure something out. Thanks again, Martin, and we will have you on again soon. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, it w- it will be my pleasure. All right, guys. So that was the second half of our interview with Martin. And of course, as always, once we start recording, we're like, "Damn, this is good. Let's not stop." <laughs> so <laughs> we keep going. But um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed those stories as much as we did. If you guys would like to get into contact with us, check out our website, webelievedyou.com. On the website, there are tabs where you can find all our social medias. So we so make sure to go like, follow, and share on our Facebook, Instagram, or our Twitter. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the podcast directly on our website. And you can click the link to the most popular podcasting listening sites, such as Spotify Apple Pod- and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating, which helps us move up in the podcast ranking so more people can find us. And if you want to leave a review as well, we will read that here on the podcast for you. Besides DMing us on social media, you can also click on the Contact Us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and share only the information that you want to share. You can also... send you can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness so don't be shy share your stories with us because we believe see you